0: Welcome to week 13 of Trucking Life of a Trucker. Coming at you with a different style of recording this time. Something that I've had in my arsenal for quite a long time, but I've just... haven't been using because... I got this H1 Zoom recorder to do my other podcast called... The Geeking Off Podcast. However... i I never used it but i'm going to do an experiment now that i know i can plug this thing into my cell phone maybe we can get some better audio quality here i don't know maybe i can sound a little professional although i think it i think it picks up a little bit more than i want to as i can hear the air conditioner running here in the bunk i'm parked between two reefer trailers I didn't plan on that The trailers are originally parked next to you. They left yeah. <laughs> Unless I'm out in the woods <laughs> Okay So this is going to be The update for June 10th and 11th Two days into one Doing it now Because I was so disappointed So sad about my poor vlogging camera over the weekend I just wasn't in the mood to do a podcast and I wanted to work on this and I actually discovered it because I was digging this out and I'm like where's my vlogging camera well I just got off the phone with the wife and she tells me that she was making the bed and tripped over something on the floor What was it? She goes, It's your camera. I go, Oh, thank God. It was like this huge weight was off my shoulder that's been bugging me the last couple of days. It's like, No, the vlog footage is okay. Only thing that's missing is my GoPro cable, but that can be replaced. That can be replaced. (sighs) Ah, <sighs> but like I said, I, w- I am planning on replacing that camera because the white balance on it, it it sucks. I don't like its auto stabilization. It's just been a pain in the butt to use. However, as long as the footage is okay, I'm going to get it off there. Got to get it vlog edited. Just, this job keeps me busy. Even right now. Got off the phone with the wife. After having some dinner, and already the clock is down to 7 hours and 41 minutes left. Just not enough time to to relax. As soon as I go to tomorrow, I'm going to be busy again. It's just like, go, 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 go. Almost need to set a a time and just say, hey, I'm taking a couple of days off. I need to take care of some stuff. But I'll, I'll probably get that eventually. Eventually, yeah. Okay, so, I didn't think I was going to get a load, but it was about Sunday, yeah, Sunday evening, I finally get a pre-plan, and it's not to leave until 6, get, yeah, 6 a.m. on Monday morning. Now, as you know, I'm not a fan of getting started that early. That's just too, too early. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I was wondering what that light was doing. Um, I forgot how to use this thing. Uh, Anyways, so now that gives me an idea on how my week is going to be. Yep, even tonight, getting into this rest area, I luckily had one last spot with my name on it. And Right now, they're already starting to make parking out there right now. They're starting to make parking. So my first load of the week I had to run up to I think you say Wasu, Wasu, Wisconsin. It's a place that I went to before. It has that nice little walking trail and a restaurant. I think I mentioned it before. No, I can't remember. I can't remember. I do so much of this. It's like, what have I mentioned? What have I not mentioned? I don't. I don't. I don't even know anymore. I just don't know. Uh. So I delivered to a place I'd never delivered before. A little backward. Oh, and oh my God, the, the, the tightness of this backing. And then there was like a cliff right in front of me. So I, I had to do these like teeny little pull-ups. Deed back, pull-up, back, pull-up, back. Literally, when you're completely in the dock, there's probably about, I would say, four feet in front of you, a cliff and then a fence. Yeah, the whole time I'm trying to get this thing adjusted, and there's like, hold on to that brake. Do not take your foot off the brake, because if you do, if anything happens or you make the truck jump, you're going into that ditch, man. You're going deep, deep into that ditch and into a fence. And there's a forest on the other side of that fence, because you're probably going to go right through the fence. So keep the foot on the brake no matter what. Take her slow... Even, uh, even when I got there, the guy was like, um, "We're gonna be in a meeting for about 15 minutes. I'm like, oh okay. he says, but the doc's over there. take your time." Now I understood because it took me about 14 minutes, exactly to get into that get in that spot just right. Oh, that reminds me of yeah, what happened today with today's tight backing? I'm getting my type backing practice in this week that's for sure I get unloaded there oh this is funny I get unloaded and then I get my next pre-plan now the address of this place I've been to both of these I'll just say both of these two places at the issue here however their address the first three digits of their address are exactly the same. Same number. So when I'm typing it into my phone, I type in the, the address digit. Didn't even think about it. I said, oh, there it is right there because it's in my history. Yeah, I'm going to click on that. Click on it, and I said, oh, yeah, I know exactly where that place is at. I get out and I have an hour and 15 minutes on my clock. Oh, yeah, it's plenty of time to get over there. I know, and I can I can stay there the night. Well, as I'm getting closer to it, the co-pilot in the truck is is freaking out. I'm like... Is this just trying to give me bad directions? What the hell is it doing here? I'm, get, I'm getting there. What the hell is it trying to route me to the other side of town for? <laughs> finally, uh, this one I realize is I'm pulling into the customer. I realize. Uh, wait a minute. This might not be the right place. I get to the guard shack. Guard's like, uh, no, no load for you here, buddy. And finally, I look at. It. I said, check the address, and I'm looking and I wasn't paying attention to the street name. Okay, maybe next time, instead of ignoring my co-pilot, I should listen to it. Okay, well, now that I'm down to 45 minutes left of my clock, let's get over to the right place. (laughs) Of course, I get over there, and this is a place I've been to before. This is the one where it's right next to a walking trail next to the river that goes under the... the, uh, highway, and you can go over to a little restaurant there. There's a gas station, a pick and save, and a thrift store. So there's stuff to do around there. It's not like your typical being stuck at a truck stop. So I like getting stuck there. Especially because the restaurant, they have my deep fried Wisconsin cheese curds. Oh, yeah. Gotta love those cheese curds, man. Oh, yeah. They just get me... Mm. It turned me on. Well, not literally turned me on, but... You get the idea. Okay. Trying a little adjustment there on my input. It's at 69. 69, bro. 69. (laughs) 69. But when I get there, I notice there's this prime truck there. His door's... Are hanging off the back of his trailer. Now, no kidding. When you back into this place, it's one of those places that's in the dock is inside the building, inside the building. But however, it's so tight, your doors touch the side. There's like, what do you call it? Pillars, beams, poles that are in between the docks. You know, for inside the building. So you got to be straight on. To get it in there. However, his trailer was a reefer trailer, and those doors are a little thicker, so I can already see what what caused the situation. He was not he wasn't getting it in there, because even with uh, the the drive van trailer you know trailer doors, it's very very tight. Wh- whoever whoever architected and built that particular building, they must have had a really sick sense of humor, or you know, or maybe older trailers because it's an older building. Maybe the dimensions of the door... You know what I think? It isn't the doors that open to the side. It's meant for the trailers that have the doors, you know, that scroll up. No, Okay, we're gonna... All right, now I got a reefer that decided to park right in front of me. So now you get the triple reefer effect here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also, I got the AC going on here in the bunk, too, so... Noisy environment. Don't know if that's the right experiment for this uh, type of microphone because this is this is very pro stuff here. This is what musicians use. What the hell? Okay, so there's this is flatbed truck, and he has a center wheel and it's spinning and it's off the ground. How does that even work? What's with that third wheel? Huh? There's probably something to it. I just don't understand how it works. Uh, He's making parking. Oh, right next to the RV people. And you're right going to block my path on my way out, dude? No, no, no. You're blocking my path to get out of here. That means when i got to get out here and make my turn to the left, your nose is going to be in my way, buddy. That mirror... I hope you like it. <laughs> you know, if if I ever whack somebody's mirror because of uh, creating parking in a parking lot, I don't think I'd feel guilty. I, I don't think I would. You know, I don't think I would. I mean, I'll try to avoid them, but let's just say if there's a scenario and they really, really got themselves in there. I might come over and say, hey, can you move your truck? If they told me no, I said, well, hope you love your mirror, buddy. <laughs> I got an attitude today, don't I? Anyways Back to this other customer That I was picking up uh, last night So guy ripped his door off I get in there, but I was saying It's more for the roll-up doors You know, the trailers that have the roll-up doors I think that's what it's designed for However, I don't see many trailers With the roll-up doors anymore It seems like that's kind of a uh, an ancient thing is that, is that a way to put it? That, you know how you think about it, isn't that how all trailer doors used to be? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they all used to be roll-up. Maybe. I don't know. As, at least that's what I think in my head. And believe it or not, I'd rather have a roll-up door. That'd be so much easier to mess with, too. And then you wouldn't have them hanging out there when you're going to back up in the tight docks. Huh. Although, at least for that night, first night parking situation, no problem. Got to stay the night at the customer. Got my cheese curds, oh yeah, baby! Got my cheese curds. And then, in the morning, as the yeah, as the sunrise, because it, it's still weird, especially when you're up in the north, like North Wisconsin, Upper Peninsula. That sun is up before before the sun even goes down, kind of a thing. It's not down very long. So it's, it's, it's still messed with my head, having it, seeing it light outside. Oh, it's 3.30 in the morning, and, and the sun's just now coming up. And I think it's like that until about the middle of June. And then it starts going back the other way. So get out of there. And then where do we take that one to? We took it to the Chicago area. I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, oh, oh. And then there's this one-way station. On I thirty nine. it's usually never open when I go by it, but it happened to be open. And it was one of these uh, older way stations. That you had to put your drives on, then you had to put your your uh, yeah yeah you put your steers, your drives, and your trailer. You know, you had to put them on one on one. Anyways, I go I go pulling onto this thing. And it shows you the number. It says, Steers, 12,080 pounds. I'm thinking, oh, shit. Oh, my God. What's weird is, before they told me to move, you know, the light told me to move forward, it definitely sat there a while. And finally, it's like, okay, put your drives on. Okay, drives on, These are only 30. Oh, you know. Alright, put the trailer on. trailer's only 31. It was one of these loads where the, the ass end was really heavy, and I had the tandems as far back as I could go to try to get the weight balanced out. Uh, however, I sat there, and it took, a, it took a minute. I don't know if they were deciding in there what to do. I'm waiting for the light that says either uh, have a nice day or come inside. So I'm sitting there, oh, my God. Oh, is, is, the, uh, is those steers going to get me? Finally, it said, have a nice day. I'm like, oh, I'm out of here. I can continue on. Oh. <laughs> oh. And can I insinuate something? This After the construction on U.S. 39, no, it was after 39 when we went over to 260. 26- 294, yeah, then over to uh, is it I-57, oh my god, that poor road, that poor road, it's fallen apart there's nothing left anymore it might as well just be gravel <laughs> it's all ripped up oh. <laughs> oh but, when I got to the customer this, this is where the, where the story starts to get kind of weird and where things got a little difficult for me, and I wasn't sure how to handle it. Um, I get in there at the gate, and the lady's like, before you can go in the gate, you have to put your TAMs back. It's like, oh, okay, okay. Normally it helps you back up. I'm like, oh, it'll probably be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Then they tell me to do what dock to go and park it in. It was a drop and hook, but they wanted me to drop the trailer in a dock. But this dock... She was tight. And there wasn't much room. And it also had to be right in front of the yard, where the you know guard, guard shack is, where everyone's coming in and out, in and out, in and out. So finally, I'm like, all right, I got my moment. Let's get it in there. I fought like crazy. I, 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 I was struggling hard. Finally, someone who was leaving... Bob Taylor out came up and says do you need some help and I, I, I couldn't resist I said yeah I, I need some help he says well as you can probably see here the reason why you're having such a difficult time here is because your tandems are all the way back and I'm like yeah yeah I, 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 I'm not used to this this isn't working it just wasn't working the way I'm normally you know backing and I tried 90 and then I tried a 45 it just was not working the way I was expecting it to because I'm not used to backing up that way and he helped guide me in there. He's basically like, once you get the doors past, you want to be as close to that other trailer, you know, the trailer on my on my driver's side. Barely get those doors to kind of get really close, but you want to get past the trailer. And then you want to cut that sucker right. And you want to just sharp it right in there. And basically we got it to the point where it's almost to the point of jackknifing. Okay, he's so like, now now once your steers go, you know, straight, basically, basically what we're doing here as we got it in there, but now we're just in theory, it's we're just pushing the trailer It's you know we're just pushing it, making it straighten up a bit, and then once we get it to a straight position, then he's like, alright, do a pull up, and try to get as forward as you can towards the trailer in front of you there okay, well, we did that and we kind of did this a couple of times, and of course, after like the third time of doing this pull up it finally got to the point where I could see, you know, and now I can adjust and back in like I'm normally used to, but oh my goodness. I, and I, just before he started to help me, I was half tempted, even though if they would have yelled at me, I was going to go pull those tandems forward just to make the backing situation a little bit easier. But I guess I need the, need the learning um, of how to do tandem back because that was never taught to me. It, it never happened even with the over-the-road trainer. We never did that. Basically, yeah, this was the first time I've actually done it and put it in a hole. I know I attempted it once before, however, I just moved the tandems and once I was in the hole, then I put the tandems back again., but, yeah, so there's something i need to I need to work on, but it's something that I normally don't have happen most of the time i when I put my tandems back, I'm in the hole, pointed towards the dock. Then I do my tandem adjustments, you know. Put the tandems back, back up the trailer, boom. That's usually my 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 flow, my workflow of how I make that work. But don't be afraid to ask for help is what I learned today. Sure, it was embarrassing, especially when you're the one in the way of people coming in and out of the yard. Um, everyone else is just being rude and going around me and getting in my way. Hey, at least this one... One individual hopped out of his truck and said, do you need help? That, that, that's, I, you know, I couldn't, couldn't thank him more. That, that's very much appreciated. People like him are very well appreciated. Offer somebody some help. You see them struggling. They're blocking the way of everyone else. You know, instead of being the rude one, cutting the cutting the one who's struggling, getting in his, you know, because everyone else who's who's cutting me off, getting in the way, they're, they're just making the situation worse. You know, they ain't helping. Ah, <sighs> oh, yeah. There's that in a nutshell, huh? Ah. Oh. Oh. So after all that, grabbed an empty, headed on over to Gary. Went to Gary, perfect timing to drop drop and relay and grab the relay I'm on now. And ran out, just had to take a 30-minute. Went in, took a shower. I forgot to get a free one because I knew I was only going to get as far as in in, um, Indiana. Toll is I ninety, I eighty. Uh, rest stop. Uh, didn't have enough time to make it to the Ohio one. If I could have, then I would have taken a shower there. But uh, I took a shower in Gary, and now just a little bit past Elkhart, Indiana. i have about 140 miles, and it's tight, tight, tight schedule to get this there in the morning. And. Going to Tiffin. Tiffin. I wonder if that has any relation to Tiffin Motor Coaches. Class Bs. And I've been thinking, I've been looking at those. I'm thinking, because I want to get a new van. And I'm thinking, what if I got a, a Class B? Ideas under my head, man. Will I end up buying another RV? Another RV. I'm thinking Class B. Maybe a Class B Club plus. Ooh, that'd be nice. Nice. I'm going to end up having a piece of property and all I'm going to have on it is RVs (sighs) what can I say I'm an RV geek I'm an RV geek alright well that's the update for the last two days we enjoyed uh, two and one hopefully all all this noise around me didn't drive you nuts Um, hopefully tomorrow we'll see how my parking situation however Unless I'm at a customer, it's pretty much to the point now. It's 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 reefer season. Even the, even the vans that are parking around here, you know, they're running with air conditioners. It's noisy. It's going to be interesting recording with the podcast, having trucker noise. I'm probably kind of covered up by background music, but I'm going to leave uh, this per, first segment. I'm going to leave it raw because I want to hear how it sounds when it comes out on the final episode. So we'll see you in the next segment update. Good night, y'all. Yes, and I'm also much more happy my camera was found. Yay! Today is June... Yeah, June 12th, 2019. Uh, Still kind of playing with this new recorder well not new, something I like, like I said, had, but I'm relearning it last night I learned when I plugged it into my phone it was recording it as a WAV file, and it wanted to upload almost 300 megabytes up to the Anchor app because before the Anchor app processes it it uploads the file so, in my situation it's kind of oh, what that button do? Okay, I don't know. I'm hitting buttons in here, and I've got a fan going now. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, just started. Just started recording, and the guy's uh, Reaper unit behind me's gonna be loud. And I say behind me because uh, I even parked differently to try to help with the noise for recording. I'm on the wrong page for my notes too. What happened here? <laughs> Okay, only thing I don't like about this is there's no way to pause. Once I go, I have to go. That's one thing I don't like over the phone, because before the phone, I could pause and continue later. Otherwise, I end up with, like, multiple files. Okay, all right, enough babbling, let's, uh, let's get on with it, shall we? <clears throat> Hopefully I can cover it up with some music. It's noisy now. I noticed since uh, summer's here, everyone's running their units, as they say. Okay. Woke up this morning. I was not a very happy camper. I was boxed in because these two trucks decided to make parking. Luckily, the guy who parked next to me on both sides of me left me. They were on the they left plenty of space in their parking space like for example the one on my driver's side was extremely far to to his left and the one on my passenger side was extremely far to his uh, right on the line so it gave me a little little room to get out of there but it was tight I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna take out a take out my mirror behind another trailer that I decided because I had to make this how do I describe it without a picture before, the way the lot was set up, I could have just pulled straight out. However, two trucks decided to make parking slots right in front of me, which weren't parking slots. So it made my, my turnout out um, where I had to make a, a quick turn to the to the right and then directly left to get out. Because where I was facing, I was facing the driveway out to get onto the onto the on-ramp, if that makes sense. And these trucks were in the way. And so it made it uh, uh, difficult. I'm surprised the guy who was on that outer one on the on-ramp, lucky he even doesn't have a dent or anything in his truck there. Uh, Okay. Oh, and when I got my coffee this morning at that particular uh, rest area... I go in there, get the coffee, and the lady who was working there was so busy stocking the shelves, she says, just the coffee? I said, yeah. She goes, go ahead, have it. It's free, on the house. I'm like, oh, sweet, yes. Just because she didn't want to go to the till. I know exactly what she did there. So busy, it's just like, yeah. I'm going to ring up a cheap coffee. Hey, you saved me money. The coffee was actually nice and hot. It's kind of funny, I get a nice hot coffee when I don't pay for it. It's free. Versus I pay almost $3 for a coffee and it's (sighs) luke-fucking-warm. So I got on my way towards towards where I was going, which was down in Tiffin. And once I got to US 23 on the northern two-lane part of it, I'm already doing the speed limit, which is 55. I might, you know, be doing 56, you know, adding a little extra. But there was this impatient truck behind me. I mean, we're talking riding my ass to try to push me to go faster. That doesn't work with me. Sometimes, sometimes I may be a dick and go five miles slower just to piss you off some more. (laughs) But I didn't on this particular situation because there's also cars behind him as well. So what does he decide to do? He decides to gun and pass me. As there's oncoming traffic coming the other way. Of course, I did the noble thing. I did the noble thing. I slowed down to about 35 miles an hour to allow this guy to get past me safely and barely make it into the lane back in front of me before cars were going to hit him. Why? What, what, What was going through his head? You think he'd be out and say, hey, there's traffic coming, I'll just chill and wait about three more miles anyways it ain't gonna matter because we'll go through a town and there's gonna be two lanes for you and you can get around that way oh, just just be patient man just be patient what's what's a minute of your life right just don't, don't let the clock push you don't let the clock push you I know a lot of people it does if you're gonna be short a few minutes or late or whatever you know what I, I, I've kind of come to this philosophy in my own head I don't care. I flat out don't care. I just don't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Just not worth it at all. So, uh, after getting down to Tiffin, uh, and of course, detour, uh, I was about 30 minutes late cuz I had to detour. Uh, I think it was Ohio 16 or yeah, 19 maybe. I think I can't remember. I gotta start writing this down. I used to write down like my routing in my notebook, but I'm just getting so used to stuff, it's I don't do it anymore. But the only thing I write is like where I'm going, the time I'm going, and my important uh, my pickup number, stuff like that, stuff that I need for the the load. Let's see here. Then I get to this customer, and I go to check in literally the guy told me it's going to be a while just get to the dock it's going to be a while at first I thought oh it's just going to be a while before they start unloading the trailer no 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 here's what they did here's what they did as soon as I get into the dock I feel them in there they take the forklift and they get the first pallet out I'm like oh well maybe it's not going to take as long as I thought and then I heard them go and grab another pallet and then it's then it's quiet for about an hour and then, and then after an hour, I hear them back there doing their thing again. And and they already told me when they're done, they'll come out, and let me know they're done. And as this is going on, I decide, okay, I'm going to check our check our a ship advisor on our on our on our app for work. Go in there and what do I see? Complaints about people saying they take a long time to unload and they just kind of do a little bit at a time. And that's exactly what they did. And then they stopped again for another 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden I felt them back there again. Finally, I just, I just climbed in the sleeper and said, you know what, I'm going to get some sleep. I'm going to take me a nap, and they're going to wake me up when they're done. Well, the last hour, I figured, okay, it's, it's, it, they've got to finish this. When is this going to be done? And finally, I feel some movement back there, and then they get the last pallet out. I'm like, about freaking time. And the guy comes out. And then he tells me, oh, we had some, uh, there were some, a few cases short and uh, about four cases damaged. And I'm thinking, really? Because now i got to report this. This is going to take more time. But he says, yeah, we'll take care of it with our returns. Part. Well, that's cool. But I still got to do it on my end. My paperwork side of things. <sighs> so spent another... 20 minutes dealing with that to finish up my paperwork so I can get out of there. Yeah, not cool, man. Not cool. Because <laughs> my plan was was to go get my next load, which was down in Marion, grab that load, and at least make it up to Gary tonight. You know, get to the get to the main terminal. No, you want to know how far I made it? Ah. <sighs> I made it as far as here, as for Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because since, yeah, I think I mentioned this already, that since we've moved, I have not gotten stuck in Gary yet. Has not happened. Has not happened, and it happened all the time. Even my wife, she says, that's funny. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually planning on I could have done it yesterday, and I could have done it today. Just the customers, man. there's no no pre-planning they they talk about pre-planning there is no pre-planning until after the customer either loads or unloads you until then you have no clue what time's going to or what's going to happen you just don't throws throws any planning right out the window it's worthless because all the planning I had and ready to do for the day was thrown out the window I'm just winging it now that's what you just do, that's the pre-plan just wing it just wing it You'll get there when you get there. <laughs> and, of course, I go to the, the next customer in Marion, and they're like, well, yeah, your appointment was 10 o'clock, and it's 12 o'clock now, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, yeah, eh, what can I say? I just don't even come up with excuses it's not worth it. It's like, yeah, I just told him, yeah, the computer just told me to arrive as soon as possible. Well, okay. And then the lady who's there is like, oh, by the way, we just... uh." about six weeks ago opening up a new part of the warehouse which is all clear on the other side of town oh okay uh, so she hands me this piece of paper with actual directions written on it how long has it been you know she could have just said give me an address <laughs> and I could have put in the GPS no she gives me this piece of paper with directions on where to turn and what street and what gate to get to when I got there and it was kind of funny I'm sitting there, driving to the the new the new location, and I I'm pulling up this piece of paper off the passenger seat, looking at it briefly. Okay, this is the turn. This is the one. Oh, here we go. All right, this is the right street. We're gonna turn here. And it was just just kind of funny. It's like I remember the days when we used to drive like that. You look at directions. It, it was kind of funny. I wonder how, I wonder how that would work legally. Is, is Using a piece of paper or reading a piece of paper of directions illegal? I don't know. I guess it can be fall under distracted driving, but I just thought it was. I thought it was kind of funny. Instead of looking at a GPS screen, figuring it out, I'm, I'm just uh, following directions on a piece of paper. Fun, fun times. <laughs> Bring up the past memories. Luckily, though, once I did get to the customer, fast, fast loading. Another one of those—it's—it's it's a godsend when you get a you get a twenty-minute load of loading. I mean, they were in that trailer and out of that trailer and done, and they had this thing. This thing is packed full. It's only about twenty-four thousand pounds, but it's packed full, and they did it in about twenty minutes. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, then I then I get here to the the Fort Wayne. Uh, well, it's actually New Haven. It's it's outside. It's on US-30. I get to the truck stop here. And I, I drive through it once. I'll try to drive through it once to find a place to park. Already I can see there's only two reserved parking spots left, which I was already planning. I, I, I'm just going to go from for once of those once I get turned around the lot. But in order to turn around the lot, you got to go through the fuel islands. So the guy in front of me who goes through the fuel islands decides to stop you know just a little bit past the fuel islands runs inside gets a scale ticket and then he wants to adjust to tandems he's like do you need to fuel up or do you need to go i said well i'm trying to i'm trying to get out of here i was just coming through oh okay okay and he said i say and i'm like there's a guy behind me too um so basically you know he's all right i'll, I'll adjust my tandems elsewhere okay, so he pulls away i finally get out of there and then i start to get to the parking area to try to get in my slot. And where is Mr. Tandems at? Where is Mr. Tandem Adjuster at? He's right in front of those two spots, the one, one of them that I was trying to go for. And he's adjusting his tandems. Of course, I'm just looking out the window. All I can do at this point is just smile at him because this is like the second time he's now he's been in my way. <laughs> so he starts adjusting his tandems, trying to get things figured out. So he then pulls up. He then pulls up a little bit further. <laughs> to try to get out of the way. It's not. An, I basically kind of tried to get set up. It's still not enough room, so I'm just going to let him finish up what he's doing. However, as he's, as he's finishing up, another guy is backing out of a slot towards him because the way this parking lot's set up, there's a few slots where you can just um, pull in and out of that's in a straight line of the, I guess you would say, the driveway path or the the path through the parking lot and as soon as I saw that I'm like this guy better get out of my way now but luckily because where he was at nobody could get into this spot that was there and so I just basically stayed on his ass as he started to leave the parking lot so that way when he made his turn all I did is went straight and nose dived into the slot and of course. Everyone around has is, is been eyeballing this slot since the guy who was in there left, and I just do the. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna nose dive in here because when I get out, all I have to do is I'm, I'm just gonna back up because there's a there's a path behind me, you know. <laughs> and actually, it's kind of nice. I'm kind of I was kind of hoping that it would be a little bit quieter because now I don't have to listen to the guy's reefer who's right next to me. I mean, I can still hear it. Yeah, you can kind of hear it still. You probably heard it really running, really good and strong once uh, when I first started recording here. But now it's kind of it's calming down at the moment. But we'll see. I just wanted a quieter place to try to record. Uh, I'll probably try to cover this one up with music because I'm I'm curious to see how this turns out. I keep forgetting to hold the mic um, closer to my mouth. I'm not used to it this way otherwise when i go to listen to it later it's going to sound like i have volume problems like i'm over here i'm over here and then i'm over here i'm over here you know i need to keep it in one position it's kind of it's kind of tricky cuz professional microphones you got to hold them just in the right spot and not move around too much so i'm not not sure if i'm going to like this and also when i put the audio file in anchor anchor turns it into a mono file i mean it's not a it's not a bad thing but kind of interesting because this is a stereo microphone but at least it it it, i noticed it kind of washed out the the background noise a little bit at least a little bit let's see oh wow i'm at 16 minutes already better wrap this up i better wrap this up and let's see here mr nosedive oh oh that's right and the flap better who's on the other side of me He has a little space on the back of his flatbed. So you know what he does? He turns it into a deck. He brings out his barbecue, his chair, and sits back on his flatbed. Of course, like me, because I'm I'm nosed in. I got a view of the nice uh, uh, field and nature instead of a truck stop. You know, it's actually not bad to be nosed in if you can do it quieter. And the view is better. Unless you're in a city and it's a wall or something. But yeah, he's just back there having a barbecue... On his flatbed, I'm just thinking, show off. You big show off. think flatbedders. I never would have thought of that, but you know what was funny? As I was looking at his flatbed, I'm like, there's an empty little space there. You could uh, you could uh, sit out a chair, put out a little table, you know, sit out there and relax. And that's exactly what this guy did. He went back there. He had himself a barbecue. And cooked himself some dinner and relaxed. I guess that's the way you do it, right? You flatbedders, you amuse me. But hey, you got a deck if you got the room. If your flatbed's not totally full, I mean, he has a load on there, but he has a little bit on the tail end there he can kind of use as a deck. Tomorrow, dropping off this load in Romeville, then I'm going to Elwood. To, what's nice about tomorrow, I don't have to deal with any live docks. Tomorrow morning, I drop and hook this trailer. And then I go to my next one, and it's another dropping hook. Ah Yeah, so get the morning. But but I may have been fooled by the computer before. I have been fooled before. Fingers crossed, that's all I do, and then I'm heading up to Moundsview, Minnesota. Been a while since I've been I think it's been a long, long time since I've been up in Minnesota. And it's just the uh the St. Paul, that, that region. I've never really been any other place in there besides that, but I'm singing today, yeah, uh, back in a bit of Ohio. Um, haven't been over in Iowa in a while, or, or back east in the, Pen- Pencil- Pennsylvania. I've only done two of the, now that i thought about it, I've only been there twice since I've been soloing. Uh, and it's, it's amazing. I mean, I am starting to get some repeat, um, customers. However, I'm still getting new stuff, even though in the, they're all in the same region. I'm still getting new places to go to. and It's fun. <sighs> okay, I'm going to finish drinking my Mountain Dew Liberty Brew. Ugh. I'm just drinking it because it's a carbonated drink, and it's cold. And I bought them, and I'm going to finish these off first before I use my you and w know, root beers or my brisk iced teas. All the good stuff. Get rid of this. uh, Nasty stuff. Nasty, nasty, nasty. (laughs) Uh, You all have a good night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to the glass crash test. Oh yeah. Basically, I'm testing out my three different microphones to see which one sounds better. Right now, I'm using the onboard microphone on my phone. Got my window rolled down so there should be some background noise of the trucks running in the background. to Kind of give it some, you know, vividity, vividity beetle. Oh, never mind. This is just a test anyways. So this is test number one, and we're going to find out which one sounds better and which one I'm going to probably stick with in the future. Alright, on to the next test. Now this is using the little clip-on mic that I used in previous situations. It's just a little clip-on mic that, you know, you clip on your shirt or whatever. You know, or I used it in many other simple, mainly for camera work, but it also worked for this. As again, when rolled down, so we can hear the outside background noise to see how well everything in general sounds including my overall volume of my voice and you know seeing how it goes so how do I sound? Do I sound better than I did with the, uh, the regular cell phone microphone or does this sound better? okay let's move on to mic number three which is the zoom recorder and now we are on test number three which is the H1 zoom recorder and it's built you know, microphone it's not built into the phone it's not a clip on microphone only thing i do is download the file that records on here onto my cell phone this one from what because this one i can i have i can put headphones on it and i can kind of monitor the audio that i'm hearing and i can definitely hear a lot in the background but we're going to see how that sounds and how the loudness and clarity of my voice with the other two recordings are now that i'm here same situation Windows rolled down. There's trucks running outside. It's a noisy environment. And there we go. That's all I can say. So this has been test number three with the Zoom recorder. And now that you've heard all three, let's see which one sounds the best and which one I'll probably use moving forward from here on out. Okay. We're com- this 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 completes those tests you'll know the results after i start recording the next segment yeah been an interesting day been a very interesting day yay ding 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 we have a winner so i just got back from listening to those three pieces first one the phone microphone was the best with the, well, not the best. It had the better voice audio, and the background noise was kind of in the middle. The second recording, my voice level and that part of it was way too low, and the background noise was way too high. Then I hit the zoom recorder, the voice was just right, and the background noise was low. So this one is definitely the winner, and it's also a professional device. So uh, since I have it, might as well use it. I got it for podcasting. It just—it was for a different purpose of a different podcast. But I—I'll take this. I'll I'll, I'll use it for this because you know I'm not doing the other podcast right now. So here we go. I'm using what I originally purchased this item for. So yeah, and it works with my phone, which that—that just blows my mind. I guess newer phones are becoming so much like computers. I can plug USB devices into it and detects them like, keyboards and mice. No kidding. It came with this little adapter that goes from USB-C to a regular USB port, so I can plug in mice, keyboards, and obviously um, a USB uh, microphone here, or this particular device, it detects it, and I can get the information off of it. It's really neat. Really, really neat. Today is the update for June... 13th 2019 and it felt like a 13th kind of a day. <sighs> today was one of those days where it just felt like it was one of those days and I'm glad to be parked where I'm at facing the trees the forest in the shade yeah I'll explain this this spot later. It's a nice little nice little gym after the day I had today. First of all, I wake up this morning. Remember how I said I was just planning on backing out? It's a straight back out to get out of there. I do my pre-trip, and I'm ready to go. Hit the parking brakes, and all of a sudden, someone is trying to back up into another slot that's way, 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 you know, in that little drive through area. He's trying to get to one of the other slots, and he's just having a very, very difficult time. Because he's taken so long, another truck goes and parks behind me because he's waiting for this other guy to park. Because there's another slot, two two truck, you know, two trucks over from me that he wanted to get into, but he didn't want this other guy stealing it because this guy who kept attempting to back into a slot, well, someone came along and literally just backed right into it and stole it from him. He yeah, and so he wanted to take this other slot, but however. This guy behind me was blocking it. So I, I, I wait there. I'm like, okay, what, what's going on here? So I go and ask the guy behind me. I was like, I just, all I need to do is just back straight up and I can get out of here. And that opens up this slot if you want to get it. So, you know, so straight in. He says, yeah, I was just, it, he had an accent. I was just doing it. I'm not giving that guy nothing. I'm not giving him nothing. He's in the way. He's been in my way because I've been trying to back up to get out of here. He's just just being in the way. So finally, the guy pulls forward, I'm able to back up, he helps guide me around this other guy that's stuck in the lot, who's just sitting there, uh, and finally he says, you have a good day, I'm not giving that guy nothing, I'm not giving him nothing, I'm just like, holy cow, these two are having a stare down over slot, well now there's two slots, there's the one that you originally garden, and now I just opened up one, so now you both can have one and have a peaceful evening, okay, uh, wow. I've, I don't think I've ever seen anybody just sit there and fight for... I mean, I, I have done it once where I found one slot left and I stopped right in front of it to kind of guard it. So the people that were behind me just end up going around me just to get out of my way so I can go start backing into it and not have them in my way or have them try to steal it. But yeah, they were having a stare down. They were having a stare down. Well, at least there was two slots after I left. Hopefully, they stopped fighting over which slot and who's going where, and they both took a slot <laughs> Good drive this morning. It wasn't a very fast ride. I just kind of took it the to, you know, about fifty five or because it was it was late it was dark until about the sun came up and then I got almost to Gary on indiana forty nine and it's raining now. It's pouring down rain. And all of a sudden, a light starts to change on me. So I hit my brake, try to slow down, but I didn't want to slam on the brakes because I didn't want to slide. And once I realized I was going to end up stopping in the middle of the intersection, which I almost kind of did. I just kind of said, oh, well, I'm already halfway out here. I better go. But however, the light's already red. So I had no choice but to choose to just keep on going. What could I do? Just, just hope there's no... Uh, officer around that uh wants to give me a ticket for running a red light i mean it wasn't a deliberate run led you know red light so this is situation number two of the day you know it's like oh bummer just kind of oh man that hurt my day i know i didn't mean to i mean i was like i said i could have just hit the brakes a lot harder but i wasn't sure because it was slippery uh, not you know slippery it was clear glazed water on the on the roadway and I just didn't want to hit it too hard because then if I slide, then what do I do? You know, just, it was it was an interesting decision-judgment moment where I pretty much I didn't give it enough break to fully stop, but I didn't want to give it too much because I didn't want to get out of control. And it ended up putting me in the, almost the middle of the intersection, so at that point, I have to go. You know, I can't stay, stop in the middle of the intersection. I can't back up because there's people behind me. <sighs> so that kind of, kind of like, oh man. Kind of Mess with my day, so I I make it to my customer. It's a simple drop and hook. I drop the trailer, and it's one of those drop and hooks where they make you put it in the dock and then you drop it, and then you go and you know grab your empty. And the and the seal on this particular trail, it wasn't a seal. It was a walrus. Um, the lady who came out to break the seal came out with those big old bolt cutters. Couldn't get it to cut, so I gave it a whack. I couldn't give it a cut. Finally, after we got a nice little, you know, knot, you know, cut into it, about the fourth time, I really pushed on her, and it finally came off of there and flew everywhere. Lucky it didn't hit anybody or hurt anybody in the head. That wouldn't uh, that wouldn't have been a good deal at all. <laughs> ah. and then I get to my next pickup, which I got on time for, which was at eight thirty. I got there on time. However, I get a message from my fleet manager says this is really tight because they have me set to schedule to deliver at 4 a.m. the next morning. Or tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. However, it's 439 miles, so I average that to about a 10-hour drive. And every way I calculated in my head, because, you know, I got pre-trip... There, I don't. I think I can do this without a 30-minute in there, but I had to take a 30 in there, at least on either side. And it comes to about 6 a.m. in the morning for for delivery. It's just that's the safe, logical time I can get there. Five at the earliest, six is the realistic time. Is what I'm what I'm putting it as. I'm like, well, maybe maybe it'll have to be uh, relayed. See where you sit for the night. So I finally got to where I am here, and I'm at the. Where I-39 divides off of I-94, I-90, at this uh, Petro here, and this is a huge, huge truck stop. And when I pulled in here, I was surprised at how huge this parking lot was. Of course, I got here at about it was about 2:30. Yeah, 2:30. Plenty of parking to choose from. However, kind of in the one of the back corner, there was these trees. And then there was two trucks back there. But however, between the two trucks was one slot that's facing the trees in the shade. So I kind of drove around. The first drove around, I looked at it. I said, said, well, I can back into it. But I also have plenty of room to nosedive in and be able to back up in the morning. As long as people aren't fighting for parking when I try to leave again. Yeah. Because... It's it's really nice. I've, I'm sitting here right now, instead of the view that everyone else is seeing, of uh, the park trucks going the other way. I'm looking into a forest. I'm looking into a forest, and it's in the shade because because it's facing uh, the sun's going down on the the west, so it's shading me because I'm on the east side of the the forest here. And there's just just these three slots at the very um, say southwest of the lot that are next to a forest here and it's pretty and it's 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 a much better view while i'm sitting here doing this doing my paperwork getting my pre-trip planning done getting everything ready for tomorrow view than just trucks and also because i'm nose in i'm not hearing a lot of the reefer there's a reefer guy right next to me and he is uh plenty uh what do you say far away i to drop some here oh it's a case for my other microphone but yeah i if i can find a situation i'm going to start doing this diving more because even at the other truck stop i had a view of of a cornfield and you know as again i'm not looking at trucks and it helps with the noise too and you know if my my, my my truck starts up because i'm running the ac or whatever i don't uh i don't disturb somebody else next to me now I see why people do the nose in. I I've seen people do it. I thought maybe it was just an easy way into the slot. Um a lot of people I think they do it to avoid the noise. You know, it's it's quieter that way. Especially if you get stuck between two reefers. Ooh, that can be that can be a quite quite interesting. So, with my tight clock tomorrow, I get there and then I'm heading to some place called... Ferry... Ferry... Ferrybalt? Ferrybalt, Minnesota. Should be interesting because I looked it up on Google Maps already. And it looks like there's a bunch of road closures. I am not looking forward to the road closures whatsoever. But got to do what you got to do, right? Fun, fun, fun times. And this one's going to... Combine Locks, Wisconsin, which I'm guessing... I've been in this place before. I might be able to pick up another load there to get back to Gary for the weekend. Although that's going to put me there sometime Saturday afternoon. Maybe late afternoon. I don't know. Oh, hey, at least that wasn't in your ear because I'm using the Zoom recorder. But, you know, like I said, that thing's going to go off while I'm recording. I guess I could have turned down the notifications. <laughs> like I said, and it's and it's from the wife. Go figure. It's like... Not now she's now she's talking to me. and It's always when I record. That's when this stuff's going to happen. Always. But at least it wasn't right up in your ear. <laughs> oh. oh, and then the drive up here. I'm going through that uh, on I-39. You know where the construction's at? And some guy decides to lose some type of metal panel off of his truck. Well, it lands in the, you know the dotted line on the on the interstate and easy to avoid so I'm starting to avoid it however the truck that's passing me the wind from him made this thing fly up and hit my uh, my truck right about where the you know the headlights are it did a little bit of a scratch there but lucky no no heavy damage It just kinda flopped around it was a very light piece of um, I would say aluminum maybe but yeah things flying around on the highway that's what happens when you don't tie your tie your shit down, man. I, I mean, that could hurt somebody. You know what? I it, it's gonna flop around after my wind hits it after I pass it, and the next guy after that, and who knows who knows what happened to it? You know, hopefully it got eventually worked its way to the side of the road and uh, got out of the way. So hazard that was my uh, say fourth big issue. Third was the tight clock, and oh my goodness. Be interesting to see how tomorrow goes, but right now I got a view of this forest, a slight hill. It's nice and cool here. I I don't even have the air conditioning on right now. The shade is just shading me really, really good. Mm. I just got done having some dinner. I had some chicken alfredo at the. I think they call it an iron skillet here. I wanted prime rib, but then she's like, "No, we don't have that. We have Mexican today." Yeah, I've been wanting good prime rib for a very, very long time. And every time I run into it, it's either not being served that night or the night they are serving it, I get there when they're out of it. Uh, Prime rib is a tricky one to get because usually that's how the restaurants do. When they do serve it, they only get so much of it and it's probably like five orders is probably all they get realistically. Because, yeah... It's very tricky to get unless you go to a meat block and order it yourself and cook it yourself. That was the last time I had prime rib. Is I actually, you know, went to a little a meat store, bought it, and cooked it myself. But at a restaurant, it's it's really hit or hit or it's it's really a hit or miss situation. Most of the time, it's a it's a miss, it's a miss. Okay, well, I'm gonna get this audio up uh, uploaded to my phone, so now I know which route I'm gonna go. I also got to get in the habit to hold the microphone closer to my mouth because that's going to give me the better audio volume. Hopefully it's not popping too much. That's why I pull away sometimes like this, but really it needs to be sitting right here, right here. I need to keep it right here, keep it in one spot so the audio level of my voice stays the same. And right now the reefer next to me just turned on, so that's probably making some extra noise, and also see how that turns out. But like I said, this one had the best Uh, with the background noise, even though in the monitor it sounds like it's more, yeah. Okay, well that's uh, my update for today, and I'll update you tomorrow, which hopefully, if my pre-plan goes a plan, try to hit the uh, Marshfield terminal for tomorrow night, or Friday night. Before I finish off my quick little load, run that uh, combine locks and get the... Probably I'm guessing either I'll get one from the same location or Appleton to go back to Scary Gary. We're going to Scary Gary. Through the cracked hood neighborhoods where the terminal only sits a block from an abandoned school where crackheads and drug dealers roam. Bet you most people don't even know that happens that close, huh? (laughs) But the Hopo, Gary's finest, they're doing their best, even though they cut me off when I'm driving. Literally, cut me off and then go and drive across some grass into a parking lot. I'm going to leave you with that today. Welcome to the update for June 14th, 2019. Ah, today, today was a smooth and gentle day. The kind of day I like. I got up this morning, got my load delivered. I was only there for about 40 minutes getting unloaded. Went over to the next customer Spent only 30 minutes getting loaded there, and headed on down the road. Heck, if I would have had an extra hour, I could have gotten this load to its destination. But I ended up here in Marshfield. I was going to go and do this in the forest, but it's raining. Boo-hoo. I'm not excited about that. Uh, But you ready for the kicker? Remember how, did I say that yesterday, that my trailer tails are flapping in the wind? Well, yeah, that's what they were doing today. I even had a truck honk at me, let me know that, and he made this like flapping motion, and I kind of knew what he was talking about, but I I decided to do a safety check just to make sure it wasn't the doors or anything, but yep, it was a trailer tails, and I had to kind of tie them shut with some bailing wire. To keep them from flapping around in the wind, you know, keep them in place. So when I got here to Marshfield, of course the trailer's now waiting to be fixed. However, the guy's like, I don't think it's going to get fixed in 10 hours. Doesn't sound like there's any anybody here. I don't think, I have a feeling there's not going to be anybody here to fix it until Monday. Yeah. However, they didn't put a lock on it. I did kind of check up on it just uh, a little bit ago. Uh, Cooked me something to eat because i got a microwave here. Did my laundry, so laundry's done for the week. Everything's good there. Yeah. And then, let's see, what else? Cleaned up the truck, got all my trash out of it. Just kind of finishing it up. That's about all the excitement I had today. No big excitement on the road except uh, traffic on... um, I-90, 94, is, was as is, is busy as usual. Always busy on there. Busy little interstate until I got off of it. And jumped onto Wisconsin 29. And it was like, oh, people out of my way. Felt more open the way I like it. Yes. <sighs> but now I don't know what's going on. For example, I got my pre-plan. Believe it or not, my next pre-plan is for my Monday load. My normal Monday my mo- normal Monday load leaving out of Gary. Zero empty and 127 loaded going up to Milwaukee. Here's the thing. I drop off this load I'm currently on in combined locks with Wisconsin. So I'm guessing, I'm just guessing. I just empty it all the way back to Gary for uh, my my 30 my 34 hour reset depending on how long it takes for them to fix the trailer here but like I said there's no lock on it and in the morning when it comes time to go if it's not if it's not locked up I'm just going to rehook up to it and I'm out of here I want to go home you know I'm not going to Get stuck here over a maintenance. They can catch it on the next one. They want to if, if they ask me. Well, why'd you do it? Well, I just it's really not that big of a deal. Something some bailing wire can hold, and the trailer's going to be near Appleton anyways. So if somebody wants to go over there and grab it to go repair it or bring it to Appleton, whatever. At least it's flagged. They know it's got an issue. You know. Uh, I guess the worst case scenario is I can call into the Nighttime fleet manager tonight and see what they say. You know, who knows. Maybe I'll get lucky and I can relay it here. Just leave it here and take something else out of here. Back to Gary. Because it seems kind of pointless to go almost 200 miles empty. But hey, it is what it is, right? The Planners definitely uh, weren't doing much in the planning department. And I thought it was kind of weird too to send me over to Combine Locks uh, just before the the weekend. Because normally, I should be going home tomorrow morning for this load, not being in the middle middle of a load. I mean, I have time on my 70. I could grab, you know, after I drop off this load, go to Appleton, grab a load, and take it down to Gary, you know. There's time for that. Because there's still 15 hours and 35 minutes Left on my 70. So I've got plenty, of plenty of time. Plenty of time. Just don't know. Mm, yeah. <sighs> yeah. But I had a good day. All in all, I had a damn good day. I enjoyed the drive. I, I listened to some music. I even listening to some of my old cassette tapes. I, I converted them to mp 3 but I was listening to them, and I had something that was like a journal, just like what I'm doing right now, except I was a teenager uh, in one of them. And that one's probably the best one. If I was going to share one of them on the Internet, it would be the teenager one. It's about relationship and sex and, you know, teenager stuff. I might just, maybe for a special bonus episode, I'll throw that in here for whatever reason. I'll decide when I'll do that, and I think I'm, I'm going to do that. It'll be something fun. Yeah, something really fun. Uh, but it was kind of fun to look back and say, wow, how how things have changed over the years. And then I was bumping to, from that time period, we were into an uh, a group called Aqua. And yes, I was bumping to Aqua. <laughs> a guilty pleasure of mine in today's drive because I was having such a good time with the drive. I was singing along with Aqua to dr. Jones, to Barbie girl, oh, and around the world, <laughs> yep, I'm strange like that <laughs> brought back some good old childhood memories today, like I said, it was a good day, it was a good day, just not sure what's gonna happen here to get back to Gary because. Right now, the planning and everything—it's actually a clusterfuck. It's—it's it's a clusterfuck. I, I gotta—I gotta take a load out of Gary. It's like almost they almost think that I'm already in Gary. Uh, I don't want to deal with it. Somebody screwed up somewhere. Fleet manager's out sick, so something happened. I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see how I get home tomorrow. If I get home, I don't know. It's it's all up in the air right now. I just don't know. And if I have to sit here for the trailer maintenance, you know, if it takes too long, like I said, I still have 15 hours left. If they get it done tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to go ahead and start the day, go drop that load, and I'm going to go to Gary. And then when I get to Gary, be like, oh, i got to take a 34. I can't get this next load on Monday. I might have to start on Tuesday. We'll see. We'll leave that as the cliffhanger. What happens with the screwed up planning? Find out next time on Trucking Life of a Trucker. Welcome to the update for Saturday, June 15th. Twenty-nineteen. Ah, got up this morning. The, uh, the trailer was fixed for me at about 3.30 in the morning. So I got out of there a bit later than I wanted to. So robbing away from my good old home time home time. Well, at least by a couple of hours. Very, uh, very quick and easy, uh, drop and hook. No issues there. And I was really surprised because my workflow was really screwing up. So I finally uh, sent a message saying, Hey, what's going on with my workflow? Can it be fixed? So I waited there a little bit until they got it fixed. And when it got fixed, sure enough, yes, I was going over 200 miles empty back to Gary from Appleton. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess, guess it is what it is. 200 miles empty, well... At least I, at least, at least, I'm going home for a very, very short weekend, a small 34, in a couple of hours. Yeah, wasn't much time there. Got back to Gary, safe and sound. Uh, got started to get my uh, draw, you know, unhooked the uh, empty tread that I had and hooked up to my next load. That's going to be delivered on Monday, and then of course got me a shower, and uh, headed home. And for when I got home, the wife had some... uh, She made this kind of like spicy sashimi fish dinner. It was really, really good. She's made it for me before in the past, so it was really enjoyable, enjoyable. Because on Friday, the 14th, was our 8th year wedding anniversary. Yep. I've been married to that bitch for 8 years. And she's not a bitch, though, but she's awesome. I love her to death. And, of course, I was out on the road and didn't make it back till Saturday. So on Sunday, the 16th, I decided to make it up to her. We uh, went out to this place called um, Osaka in Maryville. It's a Japanese... Uh, sushi restaurant. And dang it, should have known better than to put that thing on airplane mode. Hey, at least it didn't ring in the air that time. Kind of funny because it hasn't gone off all day. Uh, airplane mode, where are you? Okay. Alrighty. Oh, what's my radio making that humming noise? Oh, it is. Yes. Okay. I was wondering what that noise was. It's starting to drive me a little bit nuts. Okay, now where was I before I got interrupted by uh, text messages? Looks like, uh, yeah, went on this dinner date to a Japanese buffet called Osaka in Maryville. Really, really good place. I would recommend it. A little on the pricey side, but if, if you're into sushi and you know, hibachi... Mmm, good stuff. And they also have a section with Chinese food in it. You know, if you, if you just want classic uh, good old-fashioned Chinese food, which was really good. And then they had these... Um, I guess they were like a, a bun of some sort. And oh my god, they were so good. And they were purple. And they they had some type of bean paste in them, but they were... Oh, oh to die for. Oh... Told my wife, I said, yeah, we've got to at least come here once a month. This this place is definitely going to be a nice little treat here and there. Learning all the. Of course, there's probably other hidden little gems, you know. A big area now that we live in, you know. There's probably all kinds of hidden gems and restaurants that we still have yet to discover around there. Now, one thing I did wanted to do that day, but it was raining. Of course, always, you know, I would say nine times out of ten, it rains on home time. It rains on home time. And I wanted to go up to the Indiana Dunes up there on the shores of Lake Michigan, but uh, it was raining. It was foggy. Then yeah. after dinner, we went to this place called Albanese. Albanese—it's a candy factory. I kept—I've see- I- been seeing signs all over the interstate about this candy factory, and it has a picture of a gummy bear on it. So finally, we decided to check this place out we've seen it for the, you know, seen the sign for about a year. Finally decided to go check it out. I was really disappointed. I went in there. I was hoping for a tour. However, the tour is just a short little path where you watch videos and look in a couple of windows. I was like, really? I would like to get a cool tour. From what I understand, the Jelly Belly one, um, I think that's in Wisconsin. It's somewhere around that, that area north of Chicago. I know they, uh, they they give you actual tours. I mean, you still look in the windows, but you get an actual tour through the factory. Not just, oh, look in a couple of windows and watch 30 minutes of video. Yay, I could do that on YouTube for crying out loud. Thanks, but no thanks. But all in all, oh, we had fun for our little makeshift uh, uh, anniversary dinner. Even though it wasn't on the right date, it was on Father's Day. Kind of funny. Uh... A little, like I said, it was a short home time. Maybe I'll get a longer one and then uh definitely, like I said, I still want to get some camping in and do the Indiana Dunes. It's just not enough time for home time. You know, you need like at least two nights and just one night home. It's starting to... It's getting to me a little bit. It's getting to me a little bit. It's getting me. It's just, uh... There's a lot of work in this job. But... Not much uh, personal time, if that makes sense. Very little personal time. Even on your 10 hours, it's just its just not enough. It is just not enough to recharge your your mind and your body and your soul. Unless you have no soul. And you're a ginger. Okay? I'm sorry. If you're a ginger and you're listening to this, I'm sorry that you don't have a soul. May God... Save your soul. Okay. I'm done right there. I'm sorry about that. I, I'm deeply, deeply, deeply sorry. Maybe. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to end this episode here. This has, of course, been Anthony from Antware, and from this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking on the buttfuck truck. Oh yeah <laughs> I gotta come up with a better closing hey one of these days i'm gonna I'm gonna have a theme song and I'm gonna have a closing song and it's gonna be rocking and jocking and up and jo up and I'm done I'm done I'm done okay I'm out of here this is Anthony from Antware signing off <laughs>